0: You know, I knew it was trouble at the very beginning when they called it Brangelina, instead of Brad-gelina. Brangelina, he only gets the bruh. And she gets the whole Angelina. That's trouble. And that's how it played out. Plus, did he know he would be the Assistant Secretary General of the Children's United Nations by marrying Angelina? Did he marry Mia Farah? No. Was he Woody Pitt? No. May as well have been, though. Really, the breakup is because he's the bigger star, not because he yelled at the kids on a plane. Hey, you have three rows of kids on a plane. You're going to yell at one of them. Well, what do you know?
1: Nothing wrong with that. It's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? Brought to you by Borokim's Oriental Rugs of Madison. Once you go Bijar, you never go back version bija tell albert michael sent ya. and by the wisconsin greenhouse company sales installations lighting and repairs for whatever you're growing check them out at wisconsin greenhouse company.com on today's show the doctor is in we welcome jazz specialist ben sidron who made the phrase "pampitas of love part of the language to my right is john tulline Keyboards and offhand remarks. That stand-up guy on stand-up bass, Jeff Hammond. Straight ahead, so to speak. Lyle Anderson, Carol Nur, and phone answer. And yours truly, most definitely Stephanie Lee. Now, center stage, the man who receives no benefit from the Michael J. Feldman Foundation, Michael Feldman. Thank you very
0: much. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then, Brad Pitt has to be urine-tested by his ex. Part of the settlement. Can you imagine being urine-tested by your ex? I mean, does she do it personally? you got a pee in a cup for her? I mean, if I saw my ex, that's intolerable. How are you? Pretty good, then? Good. Right. We're nice to have you here. Good to see you. No, no game today. I notice you're wearing your Green Bay colors. Yeah. how do you think things are going with the Packers so far? So-so. So-so? What's so and what's so? It's still shaping up. Yeah, it's still shaping up. Still shaping up, but are you encouraged? Yeah. Okay. And yet you're discouraged as well. I'm ambivalent. You're ambivalent. Okay. (laughs) I won't pursue that. I don't know how far that goes. Uh, okay, in all the news that isn't, debate one is history now. It would be remembered, of course, being, as being the first time a rant like Donald Trump's was not followed by a wrestling match. <laughs> Probably no cage at Hofstra is what I'm thinking. The summary of, of debate one, in playground terms, girl who's had it kicks bully in the nuts. <laughs> Thank you for any part of that sentence that you're responding to. Uh, the aides, of course, have planned to drill Trump for round two, literally, right here in the occipital load, <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> drill him. Uh, the National Enquirer endorses Donald Trump and Sasquatch. <laughs> All right. Not sure what Sasquatch is running for his life, probably. Much like Trump. I uh, USA Today endorses anybody but Trump, so <laughs> Hillary can stop jumping up and down with her hand raised. Could be Gary Johnson or the rent is too damn high guy. Uh, Gary Johnson gets his first print endorsement from Harriet Carter. Harriet Carter. <laughs> Apparently you people don't get the Harriet Carter magazine, which is for older Americans, I guess. But really some wonderful things in there that you'd never think of yourself. They have I'm Going to Die. They have a little, you can get a book from Harriet Carter. It's a little I'm Going to Die book that you leave behind when you do suddenly, unexpectedly die from natural causes, hopefully. And it has little things in there that you leave, where the bank accounts are and so forth. And that's Harriet Carter, beautiful book. I recommend it. They love Gary Johnson there. Uh, Gary Johnson did finally come up with a foreign leader, Margaret Thatcher. And he took the news that she was dead rather well. In Johnson's defense on the Aleppo thing, didn't know what Aleppo was, he thought they said Alpo. Uh, After debate one, Hillary received a 15-yard penalty for (laughs) over-celebration. And there's one end zone dance I hope never to see again. Uh, With a growing list of indictable federal offenses to choose from, Hillary will spin a wheel at the next debate. Okay. I thought it was a good idea. Anyway. Uh, In other news, a wheel of misfortune. Donald Trump, wheel of misfortune. Uh, Kim Jong-un now has a rocket booster powerful enough to send Kim Jong-uncle to the moon, (laughs) Alice. Uh, He still has a surprising number of uncles left that he hasn't obliterated. I don't know why. I I always liked my uncles. It's an odd thing with him. So uh, I am an uncle. Uncles are good. Not for Kim. Uh, Elon Musk's uh, Mars mission will establish the first Tesla dealership in our solar system nearly had one in Texas, if they are in our our solar system. Of course, uh, he'll get there and discover an Amazon Prime pickup colony. That'll burn him. I think billionaires should not overreach, you know, really. Why do they have have missiles and rockets, too? I don't see why. That's the one thing good about Trump, no missiles. Well, until he gets the nuclear ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newt Gingrich weighs in on the Trump Miss Universe weight-shaming, saying... Miss Universe should not gain 60 pounds in one year. Which is why you were never Miss Universe, Newt. (laughs) Melania Trump reportedly is within two pounds of being shamed by Donald. (laughs) Uh, Fewer older Americans are getting their flu shots. Uh, I know we should, but I'll tell you, if you get a vaccine against natural causes, watch us line up. Okay, page three. I'm going to hit one yet, I know. I just need a few more pages to do it. Uh, Bumblebees have feelings, but they're flighty. <laughs> okay? Uh, so many, I'll try this one then. So many babies are now being given unique names that most boys will never know the feeling of half the playground turning around when Michael is yelled. <laughs> and none of the girls, once they started putting apostrophes in there, made the possibilities infinite in girls' names. And finally, three, and I mean that, and finally, three parent babies are making the news, even though three parent babies are as old as the hills. Mom, pop, and oops. <laughs> and that's all the news that isn't. Thank you so much. All right, let's go back to the start and see how we could improve this. I think the debate news is too old, really. I shouldn't have started with, no, I think the Brangelina thing, no, no one cared about that. The Mars mission. I think, We'll fix it in the mix. <laughs> I'm so happy to say I have an old friend who's joining me today up here, uh, and it's on the eve of Rosh Hashanah here, where we are. Where you are, it's probably several years later. <laughs> That's the way podcasts work. You know, they're time-resistant. They're not tied to any particular time. Uh, and uh, Ben is actually, uh, Ben Sidron is a neighbor of mine, and uh, he used to complain <laughs> about his son, Leo, uh, playing drums with the windows open. But we've, we've gone past that. We're really, in a good place now. And Lee was a very successful guy, actually, so I'm glad we settled that once and for all. Uh, would you welcome, please, ladies and gentlemen, the cowboy of space, the gangster of love, and man about town, Ben Sidrin. Join me right here at the High Noon Saloon. Cowboy of love, Ben Sidrin. Cowboy of love. I like that. Cowboy of love. Yeah. Was, was that your phrase too? And that was that. Did you write that whole song for him? Or?
2: I wrote the lyrics to Space Cowboy. That's what I
0: did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually were the cowboy. Uh,
2: well, that's. Uh, was that a
0: reference to you? Wasn't it? Wasn't he? what's his name? I don't know who the Space Cowboy yeah. was. Well, then, is. are you the gangster of love, or are you the Space Cowboy? Yeah.
2: Neither, uh, neither or both. It depends how I wake up in the morning. You know, you wake up one yeah. day you're employed, and yeah. you're, you're, the next day you're on. Oh, is that a reference right. to me?
0: Is that what you're saying? Well, we could talk about it. <laughs> you <don't have> <laughs> well, I always said, you know, Ben, you taught me the one thing when I first started doing the radio show. You said, I said, what, you know, because you've been promoting yourself for years now. And yeah. You got What's the one thing I should know? And you always said, cash up front. No, that's the bottom line of show
2: business. Cash up front. Cash up front. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because I, I what hey, if there is no cash up front? Then you do nothing, though.
2: Well, then you take a pass on the cash. Yeah. You do it anyway. You do it anyway, but you try to get paid up front because if you wait till later,
0: yeah,
2: later. Would the, you take
0: a chit? A chit up front?
2: What like a what are a they called? A chit. A <laughs> chit up front. A chit. I it's get a, a lot
0: promise, of chit up front. <laughs> 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 I know you take a lot of chit. A uh, uh, chit.
2: A chit. Uh, a uh, promise. Sure, of sure, sure, Why not? I I, I I would do a a promise or. Uh, what do they call these uh, trading uh, economies? I would trade for a, a, a local holla. You, you would
0: cap emissions for would, a, a gig?
2: I would trade you some of my emissions. For <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is good. No. No, uh, no, we're, I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty terrible for your how, how is, Tell me about
0: jazz in America at the present time in space.
2: Uh, best of times, worst of times. Best of times, uh, 500,000 students are studying jazz Every year in high school and college, worst of yeah. the times, there's only twelve gigs in the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible.
0: <laughs> and you got one of those because it, know, right it's here you, today, this yeah, is this, one of the twelve. I'll show you. We're, we're here in a saloon at noon on a Sunday. That's show you how a good well gig. That's jazz a good is gig. going. Yeah. That's yeah. that's I mean. yeah. So uh, do we? You know, are there jazz clubs anywhere? Because an important thing is have some place to play, right? The guys play Yeah. Out.
2: Well, that's that's part of the issue. And there are yeah. no, you know, in in the past. Uh, there were these big bands and they'd get on buses and they'd go around the countries and so yep. each big band would hire 18, 20 guys. That's yep. a lot of, you know, right? Uh, so that's all gone. Yep. And the clubs, uh, there are some nice clubs, but uh, generally... Is there a,
0: wasn't there one in Green Bay or Appleton? There was a really cool jazz club years is, ago.
2: Is you think about the one with the moose on the wall?
0: I don't remember. what I'm was on the wall. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, to that.
2: uh, well, cool. there was one. Yeah, there's yeah. one where you go
0: and you go upstairs and there's a few. Yeah, st- yeah. Well,
2: the and there's a there, there's in Minneapolis there's a club in Chicago yeah. is a great club called the Green Mill. So oh yeah, the Green Mill. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, so there are nice clubs. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the uh, ability to. to tour, you know, like to get in a van yeah. with a bunch of guys and go across the yeah, country, it's few and far between. So yeah. that's gotten a lot harder. And airfares are up. So if you're going to fly from Chicago to yeah. Minneapolis or you, get a, you drive for nine hours, but yeah. if you fly, that's very expensive. So yeah. the economy, uh, the yeah. economics of It's not jazz a jazz touring, economy. Is that what you saying? Thank you. That's a, put very well. It is not a jazz Thank economy. Thank you. I'll say it again. It's not a jazz economy. And you're right. But you're but absolutely right. I put it that
0: well twice. Yeah, just it's twice. so good. I put it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever sorry that now you were in kind of in a rock and roll band, right? When you in college here and yeah, these, right. guys, all these guys these guys
2: Steve Miller and Boz That's That's name, Steve Miller. They all got a lot of money. How is Boz doing? Well, I love Boz Boz is Boz doing Ganks. great. No yeah. Boz is, is really fabulous. He's yeah. he's uh, Is he playing, performing? He's performing a lot. His health is good. He's happy with his uh, second wife. Uh, his first wife was Helen Wheels and she's gone now. Same old story. Helen Wheels, yeah, you know. Yeah, her. Helen Wheels. We all married her We all married boy. Helen Wheels. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boz is doing great. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm doing great, sure. But I mean
0: that was
2: That was the band. Even though
0: it was an eclectic group to begin with, and everyone sort of had their own thing going. Boz certainly did you certainly did it was a rock and roll band. Did you do you ever regret that you didn't go with the rock?
2: No, no, no. I had I had no uh, interest in it. I I didn't like rock and roll that much. That's the truth. I, I I never Why were you
0: in the band then? Uh, well, did they um, need a keyboard player or something?
2: Well, I convinced them they needed a keyboard player because uh, I made thirty-five dollars a night. I had my little jazz trio, and when I played with them, I made fifty dollars a night. Yeah. So that's why I needed to be part of the rock and roll band, and uh, it worked.
3: It worked for the for extra fifteen years.
2: bucks. Fifteen bucks, you could live for a week. You back haven't, then. you haven't changed
0: a bit. No, I'm still living on <laughs> fifteen bucks a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, was there a point where you just decided to, to... I mean, were you thinking you wanted to play jazz that whole time? You're no, I, I had
2: no interest in being a professional musician at all. Yeah. I, 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 Would you want to went, be an accountant? Well, not really. I thought I'd be a college professor. No, I, that's I, right.
0: You're a professor of philosophy. Are you well, uh,
2: American Studies. American Studies. When these I mean. guys, when Boz and Steve went to San Francisco to make yeah. their fortunes, and they said to me, come on, I said to them, no, you do that. I'm going to go make something of myself. Yeah. I'm going to graduate school. Uh, which I did. American Studies. America, I'm going to study America. What a genius idea that was. That so, was did you teach, though?
0: So? No, I couldn't get a job. That's why I became a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Anything counterintuitive about that? Either?
2: Well, when people ask me how to get in the music business now, I tell them you've got to fail at something first. Yeah. That's the only way Take in. American Studies.
0: Take American Studies. It's a direct shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you was that at Madison where you took American studies? No, that was in England. I went to England also to avoid the draft, yeah. Weren't uh, you one of them scholars? I
2: was a scholar. No, I wasn't a, 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 oh. a Rhodes type of, no. no. Uh, but what I was was uh, a friend of Harvey Goldberg's, who was this Harvey. great historian. love Harvey. Yeah, and Harvey, yeah, he was a great intellectual historian here in the 60s, and... Uh, I was sitting in the Scholar one afternoon right after I had dropped out. of. Oh, you'll appreciate this. I had signed up for Uh, graduate school in English because I wanted to avoid the Army. And I was miserable at it. I didn't know what a fricative was. Do you know what a fricative is? Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even get that far. So anyway, I dropped out and I was sitting in the Scholar, and Harvey came up to me and he said, what's going on? I said, I don't know because I don't know what to do. And he said, now, don't ever forget, Ben, the first obligation of a revolutionary is to remain free. Isn't that beautiful? Wow, nice, yeah. Yeah, so he said, I know a graduate school in England at the University of Sussex. I think you could get in. I'll write you a letter. He got He, did. he oh, got me into that. Sussex, yeah. Oh, well, how cool. Yeah, how cool. so that's the good news.
0: Ruined your career, almost, but that was really a nice gesture. It Harvard, was great
2: Harvard. for Harvey, yeah. He was so wonderful.
0: You know, uh, Harvey Goldberg used, used to get applause after every class that I, he taught. Unbelievable. Yeah, he did. The French Revolution was his big thing, so. Yeah. Every, I resented that so much. You know, I had him on the show. He would get applause on my on your show, show. And, I would, and people would just sit there for me.
2: And, yeah, and Harvey would get applause. Yeah, he was great. He, he was did. fabulous, yeah. All
0: right, so then, when does that leave? Now, so you're not getting jobs. And I'm then, not getting work. I'm yeah. not
2: doing much of anything. So I decided to move to Los Angeles and get in the record business. 1971.
0: So All right, down. what was... Intuitive Why? about oh, that.
2: Nothing other than that I had written Space Cowboy with Steve Miller, and I figured, you know, okay, I can so go there. Okay, so about this there. is after the whole thing you oh, left yeah, them see, and you, oh, went, oh, and you oh, so went to this, England. You is, in, and You uh, got retrained, but this is. Can I have a piece of your challah?
0: Please do. You please. brought it. That's, this is from Judy Sidrin ladies and gentlemen. Judy Siderman's challah, and it's so
2: delicious. Yeah. I wish everybody. May could. May I too?
0: I'm joining oh, us. Oh. This? this is like a sharing, a breaking sure.
2: of bread. So, sure. I go to England. Yeah. I'm going to make something myself. Steve Miller and the band come to England to make their first record there I am. So yeah. I make their record with them while I'm in graduate school. Have they
0: replaced you with a keyboard player?
2: Absolutely. Nice yep. guy. Nice. <laughs> Jim Peterman, nice guy. Jim Peterman. What's he doing on? Now he's in American studies I bet. Uh, he's a carpenter. Good. Carpenter in Virginia. Nice. No, that's always honest, a good honest, option. honest option. Yeah. So I'm over there and then Steve goes back to California. Everybody goes back, and I'm in England. I'm in graduate school, but I've made these music business connections. So I right. do recording sessions. And so, after three years, and I can't get a job with my PhD teaching, I figure, well, I've yeah. done recording sessions. I've written some songs. We'll go to LA. So Judy and I packed up and uh, went to LA. Yeah, and that's how I got in the, the record business. I sat there and. How di- did that
0: sit on you, being back in LA, being an in- educated man with a possible academic future? I was, and you're in. Hollywood. I was, so, in, I
2: was so lost. You're so in Burbank you're,
0: or wherever the center of it.
2: No, I remember having lunch in the restaurant that was shaped like a derby hat, the, oh, the yeah. Brown Derby. And, uh, did you
0: know it was the Brown Derby at the time? That's why it was shaped like that?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because. Uh, well, what I did when I went to LA, it was miserable. I mean, miserable. Let's, let's just. Say, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. This I didn't the, like the, Rock 70, and roll. In the early 70s? 1970, 1971. Yeah. And. Um, so I'd wake up in the morning, and I have a list of the record companies. I was, I was trying to get a record deal. So I'd start with A, Atlantic Records, you know, you know, uh, Capitol Records. Yeah. I'd keep going. I very very rarely was got to jazz Warner label? Brothers. Was there a jazz label? No, point? jazz was dead in the water back yeah. then. There was no jazz. You had to be a singer-songwriter. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the fi- when I finally got a record deal... Yeah. The guy said, okay, so tell me about this record you want to make. And I said, well, I'm going to write these songs. I'm going to get these jazz musicians in and rock musicians. It's going to be this whole thing. Uh, But I don't sing, so my friends will sing. Steve will sing. He said, no, 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 no. We only sign singer-songwriters. So I said, oh, well, of course I can sing. I never (laughs) sang in
3: my life. First time I ever sang, I was
2: in Capitol Studios (laughs) with an $8,000 microphone in my face. The Frank Sinatra microphone was right here. And, uh, and did it I, make a difference? Oh boy! You could hear every miserable note that every, came out of every, my mouth. <laughs> every fricative. <laughs> every fricative. That's when you learned about fricative. Every frickin' fricative. <laughs> I, I sang them.
0: It was terrible. And did that come out as an album? Right? Yeah, that was my first record. That was. Called, and that
2: was before auto-tuning. And now you know oh, I can yeah. make anybody sound good. I, yeah. Yeah, but now. Yeah. yeah. So that's you how I started. Had, actually, I had to hit those notes in those days. Yeah, you had to sing it. Yeah, you All actually right. had to sing it. But I went from there. I
0: survived. Yep. You know, it, it, the whole. And is that, was that the and then you is that when you went into jazz at that point after the.
2: No, there was no jazz. I didn't go. Uh, well, l- let me. Uh, I know there's a jazz story in your side. Let me That's, rephrase I this. Keep pumping you for no, it. No, no, no. Let me rephrase this because maybe it, you're not in jazz. It is maybe a had, jazz.
0: It is a jazz. Hey, man, are you the Ben Sidran or lives Kitty <laughs> Corner from me? Oh on. yes, I am. Okay. Uh,
2: so, if there is a jazz story. Yeah. The story is about recovering from your per- perceived mistakes. That's what jazz is all about. That's about life, isn't it? Exactly. Right. right. It? So, yeah. in jazz, as in life, there are no mistakes, there are only opportunities. And you have to, when something goes amiss, you I wish have I to believed that.
0: That would be a good thing to believe. No, you have to believe that. I you know. have to believe that. I know. I know you have to, but I wish I did.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the whole thing is a okay. jazz story yeah. in that, you know, I didn't know uh, what I was doing, but I kept doing it. And eventually, you look back and it's a career. And that's jazz.
0: Yeah, but there is no jazz in a vacuum. It's not just like Ben Sidrin can really play a piano great.
2: Is, is there jazz in space is what you're asking?
0: Well, space in, cowboy. In space this it is. is a good reason for asking that. But I, but I mean, it, you must have mentors, jazz mentors. I did. Influences, people you were working with, playing with, even if it weren't recording. Sure,
2: and I was trying very hard. Yeah. To take my love of jazz and integrate it with the pop music that was uh, fashionable at the time, because yeah. what I really understood was jazz and and uh, a little bit rhythm and blues, but not rock and roll at all. Yeah. So I was trying to invent this. This was before they had this thing called fusion music that came along yeah, the later. Yeah, fusion it
0: was pretty close yeah. to that, though.
2: Isn't yeah, it? just before right. that. So yeah. I was, you know, laboring in these fields trying to do it, and always hiring great jazz players to come and play with me.
0: Yeah,
2: and so I was still involved, but. The jazz gigs for me didn't happen until 1980, when I completely gave up on commercial music. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll never make a hit record. I'm going to start making the records that I, I'd like to listen to. And yeah. that's when I found my jazz footing, as it were.
0: Yeah. Well, the Pompadour of love. Now, I, I have to keep going back to this particular song. Uh, uh, the pomp- and, and she was mentioned in your introduction. Because I, I, I had to look at up. I said, what is he saying there And the Pompadour of love? What is it? What Popatism? is
2: the pampas? It's pampas, as in Argentina, right? It, it's the gauchos of love. No, it's not. What it is?
0: <laughs> the what, little pampas of love. It is not. It is Ar- not. Little gauchos of love.
2: It is not. The pompetus of love is nonsense. These are nonsense words. That Steve, see, Steve, when we he was here yeah. and on campus. Yeah. Uh, we would... Uh, what, what fraternity was it that? Had he all? was you in guys? Kai'Sai. I was not in any fraternity. No. No, I didn't. Uh, well, all, I, all the
0: other guys were in Kai'Sai? <laughs> no, just Steve.
2: Okay. Steve was a frat boy, but the, everybody else was. What was, was Baaz in? He wasn't. <laughs> Boz wasn't in anything. Boz was drifting around. You'd see him like a specter. He's the first guy I ever knew had hair down his back. he was like That he became this disco god is really funny, you know. Cool guy. Yeah, he's very cool so, Where
0: is he from, Boz guy?
2: Uh, Plano, Texas.
0: Is that right? Little oh, town, oh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: So, Steve.
1: Popping yeah, us uh, uh, uh,
2: Steve and I would get uh, loose and hang out and care. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And so uh, he. Uh, so there's a character in that song, Maurice. Some people call me Maurice because yep. I speak of the pompadus of love. Yep. Maurice was this character. It's hard to describe now because... Because uh, you were really high and don't remember exactly what okay, happened. Okay, so we yeah. were on State Street. This is true. We were on State Street <laughs> and we were practicing lurking. You know, this is a scoop. <laughs> this is a scoop. Nobody's ever heard this. We'd be standing in doorways lurking, lurking you know, we had so little what, what to do what were you lurking <laughs> nothing we were just, just lurking. lurking we were stuck, like you this were is really how you lurk high, ben, really so. high yeah. and so the guy who was lurking yeah. was named Maurice in our imagination so that's where some people call me Maurice comes from yeah. Maurice is lurking on State Street ah. and Poppetus, and were you Maurice then no he was Maurice Steve was Steve was Maurice no I was never Maurice <laughs> 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 although I was lurking <laughs> You're going to burn this tape, right? This is not <laughs> going to be. it will never be heard by anyone. It's, no. a, you know, it's a podcast. It's <laughs> okay. so going to okay. Don't worry. Say whatever you want. Okay. So, uh, uh, "Puppetist" comes from. There's this song. I think it's called "The Letter," where this guy has written. This is so bizarre. A song, and this guy's a little. He's a little shaky. He's he's not a, no, a normal person, and he's decided that he. Well, he's not decided. He's so lonely that he makes puppets. To have friends, (laughs) and he talks about the puppetudes of life, of love, and puppetudes. And Steve heard this wrong. He thought it was pompadus. So (laughs) that's what pompadus is. is. So disappointing to
0: me. I wish you hadn't told me. So you got a lurking puppet. (laughs) Yeah. For one thing, puppetudes is a much better line. You know than something that means nothing. And all this time, I thought it was like something to do with little gauchos. You know, it just goes to show Argentina you... In Argentina of love.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh man. That's very good. Yeah. Well, there it is. Well, That's it clears, the truth. The truth is often
0: stranger than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you... We talk about this here. When you, you, you're... I don't mean that you're not... Big here, but in Europe, <laughs> you're mega in Europe, right? Uh, you go to Europe, like go to Italy, and those jazz I'm, festivals. I'm, so, I'm
2: somebody in Europe, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> See, I could go to Europe, but I'm still nobody. Well, you know, I, but you go to Europe, and uh, is that where are the big festivals now? Uh, I, in,
2: yeah, know? well, not just the festivals, but the uh, economy. The jazz culture is, yeah. is still doing well in Europe because yeah. uh, people there have a have a memory. where Norway. I don't play a lot in Norway. No. Yeah, there are gigs. I, I don't go there. I, I play mostly in uh, the Latin countries, Spain, Italy, France,
0: I know what the Portugal. Latin countries are. You don't have to name them. I get that. Just say the Latin countries. Okay, cool. Spain, Italy, France. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, Denmark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but where are, There are still jazz There festivals. are jazz festivals, jazz yeah.
2: clubs, big jazz environments, yeah. you know, the press. The press actually is interested in this country. Yeah. You know. How do you account
0: for the difference between the fact that it seemed? I mean, people are, the kids are taking it here. Yeah. But you still don't have the, the same.
2: Every, no, people are in, in this country are in the la la land. They don't believe any of this is real, and for good reason. You know, they yeah. turn on the television, they see this yeah. stuff's nonsense. Over there, where they've survived actual wars in their faces, yeah. they take history seriously, and jazz is part of history. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, I think. Yeah, you know. Well, that's true, even
0: like in the 20s and 30s when all American exactly. artists and exactly. writers went there. and Sure. Got and
2: it's something, you know, uh, Americans uh, seem very primitive to Europeans, for good reason. I resent that. Well, you can <laughs> resent it here, or you can go there and Anyone resent it. Anyone else
3: care to resent it with me? Primitives?
2: I'm kind of proud I, of my I, primitives. I don't mind being so a primitive, I guess,
0: now that I think about it.
2: So jazz is kind of the, uh, was, in the 20s, the voice of this romantic primitive
0: culture. You yeah. know? Oh, look how cute. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of jazz and all the wonders it can do, I was wondering, since we do have this, Excellent. I told you we had a good, John's piano here was here, it it's has a, a 7 and is an F one. in it. Uh, yeah, no. well, I couldn't remember the names, but that's, is that a good it's one? It's a good piano, yeah.
2: yeah. Roland's a good
0: piano. Do you feel like perhaps I would love a little, to play a song, as a matter of fact, a
2: little hoping, pompous. Uh, I was uh, hoping you would ask me, and I was thinking of what song I should perform, no. uh, because it's always kind of touch and go, do you want to be serious, do you want to be light? So I've got a song,
0: not Sisyphus again, is it?
2: I'm not going to do Sisyphus. I did that before. <laughs> that went over pretty like well, though, I thought. pushing a rock up a hill. Right? <laughs> I you thought know, that Sisyphus. went well. I thought no, your no, audience it's very liked good. it. They did like it. OK, so uh, this one, on, on the same jolly stream
3: as yep.
0: Sisyphus, is mm-hmm. called I Might Be Wrong. I Might Be Wrong. I Might Be Wrong. As uh, Mr. Ben Sidrin now uh, moves to the uh, Roland. It's a Roland. Oh, i got to remember that stuff, no, no, FP7F. No. Yeah, so uh, Jeff Hammond, uh, they're working this out right now, the details. It's a rehearsal. Okay, it's Jeff a, it's Hammond on the bass. Kind of, well, you'll see. Okay. It's kind of like or a ballad. Latin, or Latin. case okay, so if you want Latin, to play it at home along ballad. with it.
2: Now I might be wrong But it sure seems to me The past ain't what it was and the future ain't what it used to be. Everywhere I go, I hear people say, man, you should have been here yesterday. You should have been here before the fall. Now it's the price of everything and the value of nothing at all I might be wrong, but I think those days are gone The past ain't what it was, and the future won't be here long Now we're all just the sons of the Dharma bums wading in the water of the infinite flow and every time you take a look you find another dead guy in your address book where have all the good ones gone why did they leave us here to carry on i might be wrong but everywhere i go Them that knows don't talk, and them that talks don't know. If silence is the answer, what could the question be? I might be wrong, but that's how it seems to me. the sons of the Dharma bums, wading in the water of the infinite flow, and every time we turn a
3: page,
2: another actor leaves the stage, where have all the good ones gone, why did they leave us here to carry on, I might be wrong, but everywhere I go, Them that knows don't talk, and them that talks don't know. If silence is the answer, what could the question be? I might be wrong, but that's how it seems to me. We watch as time passes, and then so do we. So do we So do we So do we Thank you. you. Jeff Hammond. Jeff Hammond on the bass. Three
0: M's. Jeff 3M Hammond. Ben Sidren, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Ben. That was great.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Shoyna Tova. Shoyna Tova.
1: And now to the part of the show where Michael staggers through the audience.
0: Staggers, I think, is a little strong. <laughs> You're On a fugitive f- now. You know the challah? There was something in the yeast that got to me and we got uh, here, for example, this gentleman here, you are? I'm Paul. He's Paul. And Paul, uh,
3: how are things these days? Things are pretty good. Yeah. What are you, you know? working on right now that you're thinking about a lot? Well, I'm uh, thinking about cells a lot. That's what. So I, which kind of cells are, are you thinking about? Like living cells. Oh, not one that you're imprisoned in or something? <laughs> oh, no. I, I just got out of that, you know. So well, we, a, we don't talk about that too much. You're a cellular um, guy? I, I'm a cellular dude, yeah. Cellular biology or
0: microbiology?
3: I'm a cytotechnologist.
0: Cytotechnologist is what I meant to say, yeah. but that's not in my working vocabulary.
3: <laughs>
0: and who do you do this cyto for?
3: Uh, UW Hospital. What oh, do you do?
0: Wonderful. And what, is there a particular cell that is your forte?
3: Uh, they're all my forte. Yeah. I, uh... You is there know. one you like better than I other? I mean, is it, usually see, people are,
0: are hyper-specialized, aren't they?
3: The thyroid cells are pretty thyroid's neat. Good. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, very, very fascinating.
0: So you spend every day uh, thinking about thyroids and working with thyroid cells?
3: Yeah, every day, yeah. even on the weekends. Uh, are you doing different
0: things to a thyroid cell and seeing what happens?
3: Uh, no, not really. You no. know, they just, uh, I make slides out of them and look at them, so mainly
0: biopsies of yes not nearly as cool as i thought it was when i first uh, (laughs) that's cool that's wonderful though and and when you that's got a kind of weigh on you after a while thyroid 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 thyroid. what do
3: you do to relax um i like to drink beer a little bit you know (laughs) a little bit (laughs) does that affect the thyroid in any way that you No, it makes it better Mm -hmm. nice to meet you (laughs) very nice to meet you too Thank. thank you for being here
0: uh, we also got, let's see, we got some questions here too. Tim Mormond, conservationist and bird lover is here from Iowa. Oh, I thought you might have left. or You're probably following the flock, whatever it is. How are you, Tim Mormond? Can I get you to stand up just a minute so I can talk to you on an even, yeah, we're about the same height. That works out perfectly. How
4: are you? I'm fine, thank you.
0: You are a, are you a professional uh, conservationist? Yes. And what kind of profession is that? Is it a good one? I was a professor for 31 years. Uh, and what, what birds did you specialize
4: in? Uh, lots of birds, yeah. uh, birds that eat fruits. And Fructivores. Fructivores? Yep, that would do is it. Is it fair to say that? Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, where did you do this? Uh, I was a professor at UW Madison. Uh, but I did the birds in Central America, South America, Central Africa, now China.
0: What, what's your favorite? Did you do some papers on these birds and their flights and habits and migrations? Yeah, yeah. What, what's your favorite one of all those?
4: Oh, I can't say. I've got hundreds of favorites. Give me one they're favorite. Like, they're like people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, a rose-breasted parakeet. A I've rose. Got at home. I've got one at home. You've got a rose-breasted parakeet. Yep. God. And call. he is. <laughs> you know, well, he. he <laughs> He, he doesn't know that language, but he knows parrot language. Yeah. <laughs> but tell tell me about he's, this. He, he's 28 years old, this September. No. Yeah. I've had him for, for 27 years. No kidding. got him when he was one? Yep. Yeah. He and his brother. Yeah. His brother yeah. died. Tell me about him. Well, he's very smart. Yeah. He loves. What's his name? Every Kiao. Kiao? Kiao. Yeah. Uh, he... He Every day he's out on my shoulder. He loves to drink coffee with me. <laughs> I have a sip. He has a sip. I have a sip. Aww. He has a sip. Out of your cup? Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, that's, and, and he likes to try other things I eat, but he's more specialized. and He doesn't like most of what I eat, but he likes yeah. to pick things out to see what he can eat.
0: What, what are some of his likes and dislikes? Oh, he likes Thai noodles.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he likes corn. corn. Corn? On the cob? Yep. or. Uh no separated, like cream corn, or? separated as yeah. little pieces. Yeah. On the cob it's a little bit he can bite them off, but it's a little harder. Okay. And what else? What do you like to do for entertainment? He likes to uh, he likes to pick buttons. He can take your button wherever <laughs> you have it on there <laughs> and uh, break little or take pens and take them completely apart. <laughs> he never puts them back together, but he knows how oh, to take yeah. them apart. <laughs> and he will actually crack the button on your shirt? Yep, yeah. yep. He, he likes that. Yeah my mother once sewed a bunch of bunch of buttons all over my shoulders and he loved that.
1: Oh,
0: well, isn't that
4: sweet? That's
0: sweet. So you guys
4: are pal long-time friends, really. Yeah. Yep. He flies he flies all through the house, but he likes mostly to be on my shoulder and yeah. and play things that I'm playing with yeah. or go what, with me.
0: And what have you learned about him
4: from knowing
0: him? About his species or about maybe about him
4: more? I learned they're they're more intelligent than we understand and they they have lots of complex emotions, yeah. very interesting birds. He understands lots of things I say. Yeah. Does, he, does he empathize with your moods? Um, well, he recognizes my moods. So if I'm yeah. in a good mood, he's happy. If I'm not in a good mood, he's not happy with that.
0: Really? And does he try to cheer you up?
4: Uh, no, if I'm in a bad mood, he'd rather nip my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Get you out of it, huh? Yep. Get out of well, that. <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank
0: you. Very, very, very nice to meet you. And I love to meet your birds. Yeah, I can crack it. my buttons, I don't care. Very what nice. we have an audience here, all kinds of interesting things that I got. Uh, what do you think about Christmas shopping starting on Thanksgiving? Uh, Michelle wants to know <laughs> from the auto claims department. Is that right? Yeah, where are you, Michelle? Oh hi! Right now, this is convenient. Do you have a rose-breasted? Uh, what was it not. again?
1: I do not have a bird. No, two cats. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> come on here and gotta explain some of this card to me. You now, come on. You know, I don't do Christmas shopping really. I
1: don't do Christmas shopping either.
0: Are you Jewish too, or?
1: Yes, actually. Okay, well,
0: there we go. So it's really not a problem for us with how soon they start. It is kind of ridiculous, though, isn't
1: it? <laughs> it is very ridiculous, but lots of fun for me to just get out. Yeah. And
0: still because we know people who celebrate Christmas, we are out there Christmas shopping as well.
3: This is true, this is true. You
0: know, it's much worse as Hanukkah shopping.
3: (laughs) It takes more time.
0: Like eight days, right? Is it eight days?
3: Yes, eight days.
0: With my kid, now they don't care so much, but uh, you know, two daughters, eight days, that's at least 16 presents. (laughs) Different, when they were little, I could give them the same thing day after day. Babies and stuff, but it really becomes a problem.
3: Big problem.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for bringing it up.
4: Absolutely, well, Thank pleasure. You for Very nice you. to meet you. You too.
0: Okay, are you related to this bird man here?
1: Kinda. Kind are
0: you like of. <laughs> kind of. Okay. All right, I won't get into that. She's kind of <laughs> related to something to do with a, not a, bird involved or something. Okay. We got. Let's see here. Now a little hard to read this on. Can you read? What does that say there? <laughs> I can't read it, my...
1: Ted Weaver, Ted Boulder, Weaver. Colorado, Yeah.
3: who created the art on the back of Jeff Hammond's electric bass. It's awesome.
0: It's awesome. Jeff, uh, do you have art on the back of your electric bass? <laughs> I notice you're playing a stand-up uh, wooden bass right at the present time, and that's awesome. Yeah. art on the back of an electric oh. bass? Yeah. Oh, Mike Seeger's bass. Well, Mike would know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Mike here? I don't know if he's, he's going to be up on next week's show. I know about it. Okay. John Seeger is also on next week's show. Happened to get a week, week early here. And uh, How are you? I'm uh, um, Good. I, I just thought I'd come and hang out for a week before the show, yeah.
4: get a feel. Uh, is
0: that your art on the back of the bass?
4: It's not. It's his son Milo did those drawings in uh, Sharpie. Sharpay.
0: And... Uh, and then Mike put a coat of clear or something over, sprayed something over it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clearing that up. That's the answer. See you next week, man. Okay, I'll, I'll be all back. Right. All right, all right. John Seeger, explaining the art on the back of Mike Seeger's page.
3: Oh
0: uh, sure, let's see. Would you rather fight one hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> How high are you, Russ? Where are you? Can I have whatever you have? Where is it? Okay, yeah, I can see. <laughs> all right, good question. Thank you. All right, let's see. Left uh, over the camera. Did I move the camera? That's all right. Hey, Russ. Hi. Is this a question you have, just for, like for social occasions that you spring on people? Actually, I got it from my cousin in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is there a right answer to this? Because I have actually no reaction to it. I don't think there is. Okay. It's mostly personal preference. Okay. Uh, let me ask you then, which would you rather fight, a, uh, a, a duck-sized horse, 100 duck-sized horses, or one horse-sized uh, duck? I think uh, 100 duck-sized horses. Me too. Congratulations. <laughs> what did you win for that, <laughs> Stephanie? Uh, Excellent you, answer to a difficult question.
1: Absolutely. You yeah. can wallow in the romantic music of old mother Russia listening to the CD, What Do You Know About Rachmaninoff?, with yeah. liner notes by Vladimir Putin's good friend, Michael Feldman. Yes, you're going to love it.
0: You like Rachmaninoff? Oh, yeah. yeah, He's great. All right. Here, I'll give you... How about a chance here to play a one for a quiz now? Someone in the audience. Uh, I have the quiz box right here. I'll let you pick the category. and. All right, I guess your hand is up. Come on over here. And let's let's see if you qualify for the quiz. Since there are no qualifications, it shouldn't be. Are you are Denise. Denise, uh, what do you do these days?
3: Um, work on the telephone. You work on the telephone? Yeah. Taking phone calls. You do? Yeah. Talk to people all day long. Talk to people all day long? Yeah. Yeah. Are they complaining about something or? No. Not. Well, sometimes. Depends on the person that's calling. All right. <laughs>
0: Is it a, a sex line or something like that? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what is the complaint, is what I would like to
3: know. Oh, they're mad because they didn't get a ride to their doctor's appointment.
0: Oh, okay. So you've got to handle that. So just yeah. transportation things.
3: Right, right. Yeah. Okay. They're wanting to know where their driver is. Okay. And,
0: and uh, what do you do for kicks to get rid of all that feeling that engenders? <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, I mean, Go out I mean, for dinner. Yeah. yeah. What
0: Yeah. What, so what, what do you like in terms of a... Uh,
1: seafood.
0: Shrimp. I don't have any. I'm just kind of curious. In case we ever do go out after a hard day, you're on the phone, and I got my own frustration. Is this your husband here?
3: Yes. Okay, never
0: mind. I was. Just... I hate shrimp. <laughs> okay, oh, well, then it's maybe like we could.
3: bang-bang shrimp now. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You that's... Like the...
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. You like the bang-bang? Yeah, bang-bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll, I'll give you a chance here to... If you get, this is a one for You get it right, you win a fabulous prize. Okay. You get it wrong, uh, you just... That's it. Okay. Nothing. You get a bang, bang, shrimp with your husband here <laughs> if you're lucky. What are our categories here that you can choose from? Stephanie? She
1: can choose from current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention, science, and odds and ends. What would you like?
3: Um, odds and ends.
0: Odds and ends it is. Let's just see what we got here. What do we have there? What do we have here? Okay. Percentage of ball players in the overweight or obese category. Baseball players of course percentage of ball players in the overweight or obese category these days currently is it a 11% 47% or
3: 80% I would go with a
0: or 47% or 80% 47 in this it's actually a growing phenomenon uh, among baseball players a uh, surprising result in studying the uh, Overweight or the obese ball player. Eleven? Did you hear all the answers?
3: No. Okay.
0: It was 11 percent, 47 percent, or 80 percent.
3: So it's 80 percent. So it is. Yes, it is. Congratulations. Unbelievable. 80 percent.
0: Because you get the bigger ball player nowadays. Because they want to
1: get that power goes into the swing, and
0: then what does she win for knowing that?
1: Denise, after a hard day wrestling cattle out on the range, relax in the bunkhouse playing What Do You Know, the party game, including cards and questions, as well as the pistol Packin' Michael Feldman bobblehead.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. We'll get all that to you. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: the What Do You Know
0: duo, John Tuleen, Jeff Hammond. <laughs>
1: 2.0 is conceived and hosted by Michael Feldman, made possible by Kickstarter and the best audience a guy ever had, and depends in large part on John Tuleen, Jeff Hammond, Tom Blaine, Aubrey Ralph, Lyle Anderson, Dylan Brogan, Sheila Shigley, our host and doyenne at the high noon, Kathy Dethmers, and yours, most definitely, Stephanie Lee. Check us out on Facebook, mine a motherload of nuggets at whatdoyouknow.net. Follow Michael on Twitter at myfeldman, and taste this podcast sausage as we grind it at youtubecom user slash tube. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is a PRI podcast. Michael Feldman pod producer. You can find us at pri.org/podcast-program.